Lake Life State of Mind presents the Tiffin Zach Collection, where this mother-son duo dives into the behind the scenes of Lake Life. Embrace the craziness. Hi guys, Tiffany here, the creator behind the lifestyle blog, Lake Life State of Mind. Yo, 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 what up, it's Zach. And welcome to episode number five of our podcast. We are super excited because today we are going to share with you the top five dishes we have ever eaten. Yes, if you guys did not know this about us, we are huge foodies. Whenever we go on vacation, we always what we're doing in the day always revolves around what we're going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Whenever we give directions to anybody, we say, oh, you take a left at this restaurant, keep going straight until you hit this restaurant, and you make a right. Food is a huge, huge part of our lives. So huge, in fact, that when we were trying to come up with our topic for today, it was getting so complex that this is probably going to turn into a series. We'll give you some breaks here and there between some all food content, but we really have a lot to say about food. So I hope you enjoy food, because if you don't, these next few podcasts probably won't be for you. So with that being said, this list has a lot of rules. There's really only one main rule, and is that it has to be at a restaurant and one specific dish. This makes it so you guys can go out and try the food. Also, we want to have another episode about our family dishes, and it's not like an overall food. Like I wouldn't just say my favorite type of food is Italian food. We narrowed it down to one specific dish. So without further ado, we're going to get started with our list. Mom, you can go first. <laughs> All right. So like Zach said, we have five. Did you say that? Yeah, mine's five. It's five and an honorable, honorable mention. mention. Okay. Five and an honorable mention. And we'll kind of go back and forth. We're yeah, not going to yeah. say ours. My um, list and the way that I came up with my five, all five of them have equal standing. So like number five isn't less worthy to number one. I just picked five of my all-time favorite dishes I've ever had. And honestly, it just depends on the mood of which one I would want at that time. So even if I say this one first, it doesn't mean it's my first or my last. So I agree. Mine's the same way. Is it? It kind of is, not what I think about it. Okay, so we just love these foods is pretty much what we're gonna tell you. So my first food that I'm gonna mention, my first dish that is my absolute top five ranked food, whatever you wanna say, trying to figure out the right way to say this because it's, again, it's just one of my faves in the top five, whatever. It's from Cat's Deli in New York City, people. If you have not been to Cat's Deli in New York City, you do not know what you are missing. And it is known for some foods that Zach is probably going to mention on his list, but my tried and true favorite dish from Cat's Deli is a kosher salami sandwich on rye bread with spicy mustard. Now, kosher salami is different than your hard salami or Genoa salami. It is normally Hebrew National is the brand that they use. I don't remember 100% if that's what they used the last time I was there. Um, They might make their own, actually, if I can remember. In any event, it is my absolute favorite dish from Kat's Deli along with matzo ball soup on the side because the matzo ball is the size of the bowl, people. And 
They also have what is referred to as a square knish. Now, this is also a really big deal in New York because, believe it or not, there's only one place in the entire United States of America that makes these square knishes, and it is in New York, people. And one year we went to New York, and all I wanted was a square knish. I just wanted a square knish. They actually sell them in the little like hot dog um, stands that they have out on the side of the road. They have them heated up. It's basically just almost like mashed potatoes inside of fried dough in a square. So they heat them up and give There's them. A little dill in it. Oh yeah, there is a little bit of dill inside of there too. Spices and pepper. I taste pepper in there too. Probably. And they have it heated up, and then you just get little packets of mustard, and you just kind spicy of spicy mustard. Spicy mustard, and then you put it on top. Now, we went, I was dying for a knish, Zach wanted a knish, and guess what? The place burnt down. Yes, it burnt down. And there were no knishes to be found in New York City, and they actually had to rebuild this square knish factory that made them in order to have them again, but literally all of New York City was out and I was very depressed. This is um, not the normal knish. A regular potato knish is more common. And cat's jelly is a Jewish delicatessen. So it's definitely like a specialty place. Um, but most Jewish delicatessens have potato knishes that are completely different. They're not the square fried ones. It's still potato, but it's completely different. Not as good. Not as good in my opinion. Don't hate me. It's just, it's my top five. But in any event, if I had to pick one of my top five meals ever, it is Cat's Deli kosher salami sandwich, spicy mustard on rye bread with a matzo ball soup on the side and a square knish. And I will eat all of it because I do not get it often. So I will take advantage of every single bite while I'm there. So that's my number one. So mine is, um, I guess, number five on my list. Um, we're staying in New York. If you notice, our list is a lot of food in New York. One, some of the best food in the world is in New York. That's undisputable. And our whole life is in New York. All We have family that lives in New York. We go there all the time. So when we're, we're eating a lot, it's in New York. So my number five is in Chinatown, and it's Wu Hop Chinese Restaurant. And my favorite is the Wu Hop Lo Mein. This place is absolutely amazing. You go there. It's a little tiny shop. You go downstairs into the basement, and that's the restaurant. I love Chinese food. If everybody knows anything about me, I'm always asking for Chinese food. For takeout, I always want Chinese food. And this place is so authentic and so amazing. Um, my favorite is the Wu Hop Lo Mein. And basically what it is, is chicken lo mein with, you got pork in there, shrimp, all sorts of stuff inside of it. And it's so good all together. I love it. You can get egg rolls on the side too, which are absolutely delicious. I ate the whole thing. But also we get a lot of stuff there. It's a family style, which means that it's just one big dish that you share. So we get like a few dishes. There was four of us and we split it all together. Another thing was I think it's shrimp with lobster sauce.
that was absolutely delicious too. I haven't obviously eaten the whole menu, but I can say that you probably can't make a wrong choice when getting it. It's authentic to New York. It's not really authentic Chinese food, but when I want Chinese food, that's the kind of Chinese food that I think of. And Wuhop Chinese restaurant in Chinatown is my favorite. All right. Yes, I was not one of the four people at that restaurant, so I did not have an opportunity to try the Chinese restaurant. Although I am not as big of a Chinese buff as Zach is or Patrick, they're both really into Chinese food. We've actually gone to a couple of dim sum restaurants in Chicago and Boston um, for them to try that. So they really like Chinese food. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I'm not as adventurous with my Chinese food as the two of them are. So staying in New York, because again, we have a lot of restaurants from New York. I have to apologize when I say that I do not know the name of this restaurant, but it is an Italian restaurant on Arthur Avenue in the Bronx. Which, by the way, that is the real Little Italy. There's a Little Italy in Manhattan, but it is not the real Little Italy. The real Italy, Italy is in Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, if you were curious anyway. So if you are in New York and you want real, real, real authentic Italian food, that is the place to go. And to be honest with you, there really isn't a restaurant that you're going to find there that's going to serve you bad Italian food. And my favorite dish from there is chicken parmesan it is not like any chicken parmesan you will ever have in your life besides the fact that the sauce that's made is beyond incredible and done absolutely perfectly and authentic the cheese that is used to be melted on top of the chicken parmesan is like i don't even know how to explain it if you were to try to cut a piece of the of the chicken cutlet with the cheese, you would have a string of cheese that would continue to pull like past your head from the plate because it is fresh mozzarella cheese that they actually make there in the restaurant. It is nothing processed, everything is fresh. The Parmesan cheese that you add on the top, the grated Parmesan cheese is real Parmesan cheese that they grate. It is al dente pasta like i can't even my mouth legitimately <laughs> is watering right now just thinking about it i wish i could remember the exact name of the restaurant but i can say without a doubt that if you go to arthur avenue on the bronx and you try an italian restaurant there it will be like the best chicken parm you've ever had yes oh my god i love arthur avenue everything from the rainbow cookies to the black and whites <gasps> I mean, just any pastry, any pasta. I mean, there's families that have been there since their families came from Italy on a ship. I mean, it's, the food there is bar none besides actually going to Italy. That's as authentic as you're going to get. And I'll stand by that. So I'm looking at my list now, and I'm realizing that a lot of it is almost home, like, comfort food for me. It's not really what everybody's comfort food is, but for me, it's comfort food. But this one is everybody's comfort food. So I'm going to bring it down to the south. Of every single year, me and my grandparents, we go on a road trip. Some year, one year we went to Atlanta, one year we went to Memphis, Tennessee, and we tried Last a place. Last year you went to New York. Yes, but I'm saying yes. because this place we tried in both places. It's a kind of a. It's not a chain. It's a family-owned place that's in the South, like around it. So if you live in the South or you're on a road trip, you might actually be able to try this place. I want the other places where it's like one place specific, and it's Gus's Fried Chicken. I cannot explain to you 
how good this fried chicken is. I'm going to recommend the two-piece dark because I love dark meat chicken because it's juicier. But if you're, it's not as healthy. I mean, I don't know how healthy fried chicken can be. <laughs> but if you're worried about the health, then I guess you can get the white. But I absolutely love it. The breading that they put on the chicken is so good. It's got a little bit of spice to it. It's just so good. So like crunchy. Juice, the chicken is juicy. My grandpa is a little picky with his chicken. He doesn't like wet. He calls it wet chicken, which is like juicy chicken, which everybody loves. He wouldn't want the juicy dark meat. But he ate everything and wanted more. It was so, so good. It's a staple of the South. I get mine with a side of mac and cheese. You get it with corn, uh, coleslaw and a slice of white bread. That is, you're going to see really um, everywhere in the South, basically. It's just like Wonder Bread. Oh. Just like a slice of white bread that they give it to you. And it, honestly, it puts the whole thing together. You can <laughs> dip it in the coleslaw. You can make a little chicken sandwich if you wanted to. I mean, it is a real finger-looking good. Oh. KFC or Popeye's or any other place oh. has got nothing on this place. Gus's Fried Chicken. If you're anywhere in the South, check it out. I know there's some in like College Park, Maryland. If you're like going to look at the college... There's, I mean, everywhere in the South, except for Florida, of course, because it's not the real South. Yeah. But Georgia, there's like five or six in Georgia. Um, Tennessee, there was a bunch in Tennessee, too. So if you're in the South and road shipping, road tripping, road tripping. I really recommend Gus's Fried Chicken. And I have to say for the record, I have not tried Gus's chicken <laughs> either. So, so far, two of his favorite meals I have yet to have because these have been meals he's tried on road trips with my mom. And I haven't been a part of that because it's their special trips. So I missed out on those. But that just gives me all the reason to go and try Gus's chicken mm. and go to Chinatown and eat that Chinese we food. We talk about, me and my grandma call her about almost every day. And we talk about Gus's fried chicken probably every single day. Yes, they definitely do, and I definitely want to try it for sure. <laughs> All right, so the next thing for me is I'm going to go Mediterranean. And so for me, I feel like Mediterranean food was not always my favorite, but now, like Zach had mentioned, if anybody asks him when he what he wants for takeout, he says Chinese. I'm kind of like, oh, I could go for a Greek salad type of a person. Can we get that instead? So very much into Mediterranean, even more so when we went to Greece last summer for literally our dream vacation. But this love actually started when Zach was in my belly. And this restaurant that I am going to be referring to is a restaurant from Tampa. It was right up the street from where I used to work when I was pregnant with him. I was working at a law firm, and I was a file clerk there. And there was a restaurant. It was called The Hungry Greek, and they had the best, the best Greek salad. Now, the Greek salads that are here in America are completely different than a Greek salad that you see in Greece. They do not put lettuce at all in their Greek salads in Greece. They don't crumble up feta cheese. They literally give you the block of feta cheese on the top. Um, it's absolutely delicious. And honestly, when we went to Greece, no matter what restaurant we went to, we started off every meal with the Greek salad. The ones here, ooh, excuse me. The ones here are actually um, lettuce, all different types of toppings, and 
some of them, my favorite ones, if I'm being honest, put potato salad inside of it. Mm. And that is not authentic at all. But this hungry Greek restaurant in Tampa on Dale Mabry Highway was my absolute favorite when I was pregnant with Zach. And I would have that with, I. this is not Mediterranean, mm. but a grilled cheese sandwich. They had sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess maybe a euro didn't sound really good to me at the time but something about their dressing to me like a greek salad the dressing is what makes it for me and that has to be like one of my absolute favorite greek salads and it's taken me a long time to even find something here in the Orlando area that I like because the salads either don't have good dressing, they don't put potato salad inside of it. So I would have to say the Greek salad from the Hungry Greek in Tampa is something that I really like. But I'd like to go back to Greece and have a real Greece salad, a real Greek salad in Mykonos. Yeah, it's so funny because sometimes your favorite food isn't authentic, but that's okay because it's so good. Just like my Chinese pick, yeah. that's not authentic Chinese food, but sometimes it's good like American Chinese food or American Greek food. Like it's our own thing because when you live in America, we don't really have American food because there's so many different cultures that came here. So, I mean, I mean, I guess you can think like burgers and hot dogs, but like yeah. that's nobody's favorite food. Steaks. I mean, steaks. Steaks are good. Yeah. So, moving on. Moving on. My next pick is of course something that was already on the list is Katz's Deli. But I get something completely different when I go. So I like to get half a pastrami sandwich with deli mustard. The deli mustard is the most important part. The spicy mustard, it's like nothing you've ever had before. It is so, so good. It's, an, it's a New York thing, or a Jewish thing more likely. I mean, it's in South Florida too, but they're all New Yorkers anyway. And I get matzo ball soup too. It is so good. The sandwiches are stacked. I mean, half a sandwich is the size of one sandwich, the amount of meat that's in there. I get it on rye bread, and it's probably, I mean, the size of somebody's head of just <laughs> yes. meat. And I absolutely love it. I like to get two potato latkes. I, I, you can get them with sour cream or applesauce or both. I like sour cream. I don't know what it is about it. Like, I'm more of a savory person, if you can tell by my list. I like really like rich and savory foods, and that just tops it off for me. I absolutely love it with the Dr. Brown's cream soda. I'm in heaven. I eat, I eat the whole thing, and if I could, I order another sandwich. I can probably handle a full sandwich by myself, and I'll absolutely love it. And if you go right up the street, there's a little place that sells like Jewish appetizers and Jewish like little candies, and you can go there and get jelly rings and marshmallow twists. I'm not 100% sure of the name of the place, but it's absolutely so good. You put it in your backpack, some jelly rings, and just eat it while you're on the train. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and my mom will be so mad that we don't know the name of the place because it's also super popular. Yeah. It's like a very well-known place. But basically, jelly rings are like, it's like a raspberry jelly, mm. and it's in a circle. It's covered with chocolate, and I can't even come. It's like a big Cheerio, but the inside is raspberry jelly, and the outside is completely covered with chocolate. And then the marshmallows that he's talking about are kind of like those marshmallow cookies that you can eat that are covered in chocolate. Yeah, without the cookie. Without the cookie part inside of it. And they're a little bit like more narrow, like a yeah. log. Personally, my favorite thing to do is to bring them home and put them in the freezer. <laughs> and it breaks your teeth in half, but something about it I absolutely love. So my number, I think it's my number three pick. Yeah, Cat's Deli. It's not the only good Jewish deli. I'm... It's very popular. It's probably my favorite. It's very common. But also, if you live in Miami, South Florida, there's 
a million good Jewish delis. If you live in the Bronx or any of the other boroughs, I'm sure you can find a great Jewish deli. Also, it's not on here, but I want to talk about it too. Bagels in New York or New Jersey, I get bacon and cream cheese or bacon, egg, and cheese, <laughs> and I absolutely love it on a sesame bagel. I can go on for days about eating bagels. You're breaking the rules. We were supposed oh, to be sticking. We had one rule. It's no. Jewish food. It's fine. It is. We're very enthusiastic. This is why we had to break this up into multiple things, because we could talk about food for days. Oh, yeah. All right. I am going to be moving on to the sweeter side of things now because, to be honest with you, sweets are my thing. I'm more of a sweet person. And so my number five is going to be a sweet, and so is my honorable mention because I had to. All yeah, right. So I think I've said... This should be your number four. Is it my number four? Yeah. One, oh, it is my number four. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I take everything I just <laughs> said back. My number four is a dish that is called mufungo, all right? It is a Puerto Rican dish. So if you haven't noticed, we're very eclectic people over here in this household. Well, the Hernandez, not eclectic, diverse people in this household. We um, definitely have a lot of different cultures just that make us up in general. So my dad is Puerto Rican. My mom is Jewish, if you didn't pick that up yet. Um, And then there's Italian. So Patrick's like 80 something percent Italian based off of Ancestry.com, which then in turn makes Zach predominantly Italian, Jewish, Puerto Rican. We've got it all. We just like food in all different cultures. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's probably why there's no burgers or steaks on here. Exactly. Because like, that's not really our home style yeah, food. Yeah. We just like a lot of just different things. But Mufungo is a traditional Puerto Rican dish. You will find it in pretty much any Puerto Rican restaurant that you go to and everywhere in Puerto Rico. And of course, the best Mufungo that I have ever had was in Puerto Rico. There is also a restaurant in Miami that... I really, really liked it. It was actually on diners, drive-ins, and dives, and that's what made us go there. And unfortunately, we went about a year ago to have it, and it was closed. Like, we literally went specifically to this location. It was very, very sad that it was closed. But basically what it is, is it is made out of bananas. So you might have seen them in the grocery store before. They're not like your regular bananas. They're the large, big bananas. And some of them are, you probably have seen the ones that are more ripe, almost like they're yellow, brown, like something you might use as a banana bread mixing because your bananas look a little bit overripe. Those are the sweet kind, but when they're brand new like completely green that you can't even you can barely peel them like you actually need a knife to cut the banana peel open they use those bananas and they cut them and they fry them Mm. Uh uh-huh they mush them mush is not a good word they They yes they put it in a mortar with garlic and oil and oh my goodness I just can't, it's almost hard for me to explain. It sounds like it's a pile of mush, but it is the most delicious pile of mush you will ever eat in your entire life. It is 
fried bananas with garlic and oil and seasonings. And then you can literally have it topped with whatever you could imagine. Chicken, you could get pork, seafood, and I've literally, we've tried every single kind, steak. It just, whatever you're in the mood for as far as your protein that day, you can just have it on top. Oh my gosh. Seriously, it'll make your brains fall out. It is the best mushed banana meal you'll ever have in your entire life. And I love it. And I wish I could tell you the best place to eat it here in the United States. But if you are ever on a cruise, because Puerto Rico is definitely like one of those places that tends to um, get a lot of tourists going in through cruises and that kind of stuff, I highly, highly recommend that you try the Mufungo there because it is traditional and absolutely delicious. That's so funny that you said Mufungo because my next pick is also Puerto Rican food. Um, I love Mufungo, but I usually get it on the side. My favorite Puerto Rican dish is a can-can pork chop, which is literally a one-pound gigantic <laughs> fried piece of pork. I mean, that's why most Puerto Ricans have diabetes, right? But <laughs> it's so good. It's got basically it's just pork with fat. My favorite place I ever got it, I don't remember the place. It was in Puerto Rico, too. Um, the owner was the chef, the owner, the DJ, the bartender, the waiter. He was everything. But it was the best, probably some of the best food I've ever eaten in general. That's, my, that's why it's my number two pick. And it was so delicious. I got it with the side of Mufungo. You can get rice and beans, arroz con dules. You can get everything with it on the side. And it is so good. I mean, my mouth is watering right now. Just it's crunchy. The end of it is fat. It, I don't even know how to describe it except for <laughs> delicious. It is on the bone, so it's really just juicy, juicy pork. And a place that I recommend to get it in America is in Tampa where we used to live. It's called Rice and Beans. And it's definitely not the same, and it's not the same quality as you would get in Puerto Rico. But it, I guess it's comparable in a way. There's not a lot of, like, unless you're, like, in, like, a Puerto Rican neighborhood, there's not a lot of, like, places to get it. And it's, it's really good. What I think, if you've never had Puerto Rican food before, what is so appealing to me is the seasonings that are mm -hmm. inside of it and the spices. It's not spicy, at all though so it's not a spicy spice but the flavors everything that is cooked just has like a burst of flavor the minute you try garlic it and garlic and it um the onion and different types of peppers that they use in cilantro and it just mm -hmm. it's there's a flavor that sofrito is yeah, what kind of yeah. makes um, and I have a recipe for that on my blog if you're interested in trying <laughs> Shameless it. Shameless plug. Yes, but it's it really does. It makes everything just have like this signature taste. And that pork chop that Zach is referring to, they definitely season and marinate those pork chops. And then when they fry it, you just taste all those seasonings inside of it. It's absolutely delicious. Not like my top five, but it is definitely up there. In, yeah in foods that I've tried and absolutely love. Yeah, pork is probably my favorite meat, like to be honest with you guys. So that's why the can-can's like my number one. I make my favorite Puerto Rican food, but there's also breaded steak, chicharron de pollo. It's, there's so many good foods and it's all deep fried and all that flavor. So you really can't go wrong. Whatever you pick, you'll love. Definitely. I say be adventurous. If you have never tried it before, definitely try it because it's so, so good. 
All right, so remember what I said before about it being like my last two things, my number five in my uh, honorable mention of sweets? We're back to that now because, uh, yeah, that was a little messed up on my part. But my number five item are cannolis Mm. from Mike's Pastries in Boston, Massachusetts. North End. In the North End, which is a very well-known Italian area in Boston. We went to Boston a few spring breaks ago, and I'm not gonna lie, we literally went back to Mike's Pastries for cannolis, I think a minimum of twice per day, every day we were on vacation. We didn't rent a car, so we walked the Freedom Trail and did everything on foot, and that just gave us all the more reason to go back to Mike's Pastry and have (laughs) some more cannolis. And it's not even, like, the traditional is absolutely amazing, but the variety that they had there of the different kinds of cannolis that you can have, you could probably eat a different one every day and not repeat. They were really, really good. So, so good. So Mike's pastries, cannolis, absolutely amazing. They fill the cannolis there. That is the key to a perfect cannoli. So the shell should not be filled yet with the ooey gooey stuff inside because you want a really, really like crunchy shell so that when you bite into it, Uh, It just explodes in the powdered sugar that they have. Mm. Sometimes I like my shells dipped in chocolate. Uh, I don't know. The varieties are endless, but Mike's Pastries in Boston, Massachusetts does it right for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. When they fill it on spot, it makes it so that the the crust, like the outer part of it, doesn't get soggy. Right. If you want to make it soggy, you can dip it in your coffee or whatever. Yeah, your espresso. Your espresso. But I personally, I prefer just a normal classic cannoli. And it's bar none the best Italian pastry, and especially from Mike's, is delicious. So I'm sticking with an Italian dessert for my honorable mention. And if you know me, you know I don't really like a lot of sweets, but I have a weakness for coffee. I've been drinking coffee since I was literally one years old. My grandma would give me coffee. <laughs> younger than one. one younger than one. Yes. She would give me coffee in a spoon, and I think I probably had two cups of coffee a day since then. And, I mean, you can inject it in my veins with the coffee. I'm in love with it. So, with that being said, my favorite, favorite, favorite dessert is tiramisu. I will eat tiramisu any dish. It doesn't matter if I literally can't even butter my pants. After eating a meal, I will eat tiramisu. <laughs> and the whole thing. So, if you're sharing with me, you don't want to. <laughs> and my absolute favorite is from Carmine's in New York City. It's a huge, huge family-style portion of the tiramisu and it's not like the classic square tiramisu it's like in a dish covered in fr- like icing or whatever i don't even know what the top it's the mascarpone the mascarpone yeah yes. cheese with the espresso grated on top i can't even explain to you how good this tiramisu is i could literally eat it as a meal and eat the whole entire thing it is so 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 delicious I, if you go to Carmine's in New York, if you're going to get food, get food. But I really, 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 truly recommend the tiramisu. It was so delicious. 
Yes, I have been to Carmine's, not with him, but I have been there. Well, actually, oh, we, went, we went, but I don't know that we had the tiramisu the we time that we went. But anything at Carmine's, to be honest with you, is amazing. But you will definitely need to have a reservation. It's one of those places. It's in the city. They have, I think, two different. Yeah. There's a couple of locations, but all of them tend to um, book. So if and when the world decides to reopen again yeah. it would be a great place to go just don't do it over the summer where you're going to be in a bathing suit the next day because you won't want to see yourself after no, all, <laughs> all the food that you eat there so yes that is delicious i love tiramisu too yeah all right so my final one my honorable mention which really i don't know that it should even be an honorable mention but my last item on my list is the Sundays from Jackson's oh. Ice Cream in Dania Beach, Florida. <laughs> oh my gosh, the guys. Best. It is the best. So this is in the Fort Lauderdale area. This is where I grew up. Yes, I was born in the Bronx, if you listen to one of our earlier podcasts. But I moved to South Florida when I was five and did all my schooling down there. So for me, I consider myself to be a Floridian. And I've got to tell you that Jackson's ice cream is all homemade, mm. fresh ice cream. When I tell you the flavors that they have, I, I don't even know. Is they it have like, a million. It's I mean, like, like 30 something flavors. It's, yeah. I don't even know the exact amount, and they're constantly like adding flavors. They have specials. You can go to eat dinner and to have ice cream or you could literally go just to have ice cream it is like an actual ice cream parlor like they wear the hats like the ice cream hats um this is old school it's very old school they have a candy shop in the front they have a window where you could actually just come and get like an ice cream cone or anything and not actually go in the restaurant the line for that is like down the parking lot and then the line to even get inside is also down the parking lot like the amount of business this place has done and i think it's like it's been there since like I want to say it's close to 75 years. Or something yeah, like that. I mean, the man who created the restaurant is not even alive anymore. His wife owns it now. And it's a family owned place. Yes, everything is homemade. And the Sundays specifically oh. is what my favorite thing is because if you're in the mood for a brownie Sunday, you can get a brownie Sunday. You want chocolate chip cookie Sunday, you can get that. You can get a pound cake. You can get what, seriously? Whatever your little heart desires in terms of sweets, they have it there for you. And the, oh my gosh, I can't even, I just can't even. The fresh whipped cream that they put on the top, um, the cherry is literally like the cherry on top. I could salivate. I told Zach when we were coming up with this list that I I personally was thinking to myself, when I go somewhere, what is a place that I have to, have to, have to make an effort to go to because I love it so much? And literally anytime we go to South Florida, when we're staying, we go to South Florida often because of football games, but if we stay overnight, we always make an effort to try and get there. We were just there in March right before this whole Shut down. It was one of our last meals. It was one of our last meals, and we made sure to go, and we got Jackson's. So it's Jackson's with an X, J A 
X S O N and please look it up. You will literally die. I think it's also been featured on the Food Network too. Probably. It's amazing. My best place ever and I will forever look for an ice cream parlor like that in Orlando. Have yet to find it. Didn't find one in Tampa. I have not found one that is as good as that anywhere else. So if you know of one, please let me know. Yeah, I absolutely love Jackson's. They're so cool. Like when you go and sit down, they actually have popcorn for you at the table. Like most restaurants give you bread. They give you popcorn. The food there is also really good. They have sandwiches. They have burgers. They have, you can get a pastrami if you want. You can get everything. It's so, so good. Yes. So finally, my number one, I, you can ask my mom. I was literally debating for 45 minutes of what I'm going to pick as my number one because it's obviously Italian food. I can, I don't think I've ever had a bad Italian dish. It's like my, that is my comfort food. Yeah. I mean, I have gravy running through my veins at this point. <laughs> gravy, he means like spaghetti sauce, like yeah. Gra- yeah. gravy, Sorry. Not, yeah, not brown gravy. Not brown gravy, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yes, um, I decided to go with, again, Carmine's in New York. That is my absolute favorite Italian food that's not homemade. Like not, besides like homemade Italian cooking, this is the best you can get. It's almost the exact same as homemade. The family size dishes are so good. It just adds to the experience of sharing with your family. I mean, the my oh, I should probably say that my number one is chicken parm. My absolute favorite Italian dish is eggplant parmesan. But there's just something about the chicken parmesan at Carmine's that I am absolutely in love with. The chicken is so tender, so juicy. The I mean, the, the mozzarella cheese on it, if you can even see me right now, how excited I am <laughs> talking about this. The cheese, you cut it, and I mean, the string can go from one side of the store to the other of the shop. I mean, it's absolutely delicious. Yes. You order the chicken, and then you order pasta on the side, and then they combine it for you. I mean, it's so, so good. You get one dish, and you can feed three people, and they'll be stuffed. But you need to save room for the tiramisu, like I said. But, I'm, I mean... The chicken parm at Carmine's is so good. I also really like, too, this is what I was debating, like anything with seafood. I really, really love seafood, like risotto with like mussels and shrimp or like linguine. But as far as comfort food, anything with red sauce for me is like definitely comfort food. And the chicken parm at Carmine's overtakes basically anything else that's not. Besides homemade food, homemade Italian food, it's the best. It really is delicious. It is because there are a few different restaurants. It would not, it's commercialized, but not like commercialized like an Olive Garden. So if you're not like willing to venture into Little Italy or go to Arthur Avenue where you're going to, that's pretty much like sitting at a grandma's table and having like Italian food in those two locations. But Carmine's is, I think like, just a really good happy medium and yes the food there is absolutely delicious so sadly that brings it to an end we are done talking about food for today i hope you guys liked this because we would love to talk about food all day long um thank you guys for listening to our podcast if you want more of us you can go at lakelifestateofmind.com for the actual blog or you can see us a lot on instagram at Lake Life State of Mind and on Facebook. And if you have any recommendations for your top dishes at restaurants anywhere, you need to let us know because we might just have to make a trip to go try out your favorite restaurants too and let you know what we think. Thank you. Have a great day.